Blog Talk Radio. Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. It's time to turn off that. And it's time to turn up the volume and listen to Auto Dealer Live. Repeat after me. Auto Dealer Live. Chicken fried. <laughs> a cold beer on a Friday night. Come on, Martin. I hear you. Fit just right. You know, I haven't had a pair of jeans that fit just right. And <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a pair of jeans that fit just right. Who are these people that, you know, you see these commercials with uh, Levi's and, you know, Lee jeans and so forth. They wear them, you know. They, remember the guy that commercial a couple years ago, the guy that snuck out the window with a girl and jumped down on the street and pulled his jeans up and, you know, strut down the street and, you know, look like Brad Pitt? Never had a pair of jeans fit like that. Yeah, I don't think I have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are. You are too too fat to have a pair of jeans fit just right. You're right. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, he said it. <laughs> I'm just thinking. So, you know what, though, man? A cold beer on a Friday night and chicken fried chicken. Fried chicken sounds pretty good. Some church's yeah. fried chicken. This is Auto Dealer Live. I'm Dave Villa. What's up, Dave Cribs? How are you doing, Mr. David Villa? I'm kind of hungry now. I'm in a thirsty. Well, I don't know. I'm talking about a... I'm hungry, but I'm also thankful that I did not know the lyrics to that song. You didn't know that song? No, yet? I didn't know. You didn't I'm know not that song. familiar with it. Come on. No. You didn't know chicken fried cold beer on a Friday night. I think I missed that one. I'm not going to sing. Y'all turn I think it. I'm on a different channel. All of a sudden, our count went down to zero. <laughs> yeah. That's good. What's up, Martin? Oh, not too much. How you doing over there, Dave? I am excited. This is Auto Dealer Live. If I haven't said that, you thought you were listening to the Zach Brown band, you are mistaken. <laughs> this is not. A live concert, and we're not in studio with, with, uh, with, with uh, premier recording uh, talent. We are Auto Dealer Live, and you are the audience. And we are excited that you're here today yes. at 3.32 and 35 seconds. How, how excited are you today for the show, Dave? I'm pumped up, you know. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, your voice. Yeah, you I went, you went, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a little bit of laryngitis, uh, and I know a lot of people out there are going, hey, who's the new lady on the show? What's her name? Laryn what? <laughs> Who's the new lady on the show? No, well, what's her name? Laryngitis. How long have you had it? Laryngitis. Uh, pretty much since this morning. He's oh, had yeah. it since his second bout of puberty kicked in. Yeah, thank you. Wow, well, that's, wow. Like, that's like 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Thanks. At Auto Dealer Live. That's our Twitter handle. Today, we're going to give, listen, we're going to give away, we're going to give away some stuff. We got some mm-hmm. Grant Cardone signed that's books. Right. That's right. That's right. You sound kind of, I thought the recording was starting over. <laughs> We're going to give away some signed Grant Cardone books today. How about that, huh? We want some callers. Not right now. Hold on. You can call in now. Go. Actually, you know what? Right now. Call in, 813-574-1820. We may hold you off. Jason may, our producer may uh, hold you off for a minute because we have an awesome, awesome, amazing panel today. We've got Matt Lasco, the one. VP of Lasco Ford in Fenton, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear me, dealers, cause, because here's the deal. If you haven't turned it off yet because we were bantering around, you know, and you're like, I don't have time for this because it's my last week of the month, I want you to stop because here's why you need to listen. Lasco Ford, Martin, is number one in their region, number two in the United States of America in Ford certified pre-owned vehicles. That's that's strong right there. That's strong. Yeah. You know, this isn't a guy that we give advice to. This is a guy we take advice from. He's number one. <laughs> this is a guy you need to take Absolutely. advice from. He's listen. There's stores, and I won't mention names. I could, but there are dealerships in his region that in Ford sales do with new and used 800 cars a month. This guy's whipping the tail of the giant. Okay, he's he's taking down the beast. Look, Matt is a 36 year old, maybe 37 year old guy who literally, he's a humble guy. He's a leader. He's got some great, great team around him, and he'll tell you that, and he'll tell you that in a minute. But here's what's cool about Matt. Matt will tell you what he's doing, because here's the deal. You can't hold his job, man. Yeah. He's not worried about it. He's not worried about it. All right, Matt Lasko's coming on the phone in just a minute. We have Kathy Nesbitt. Kathy is the social media director, uh, and she, she works for a group in Fort Smith, Arkansas, Harry Robinson uh, Group. 
here's what's cool about Kathy. Kathy's followed us for a while. We followed mm-hmm. her. She's been on the dealer hub. Uh, she's listened to Auto Dealer Live for almost since the inception. Mm-hmm. She's a car girl. Yeah. I think we're going to see, you know, we're going to get some fresh takes on marketing from her. That's, that's what I feel is coming. Well, here's the deal. You know, Kathy, Kathy's agreed to step into the ring with Matt Lasko. And Kathy's not, she's not backing down. I mean, she's not professing to be, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not doing 500 cars a month. I'm not that salesperson. But here's what she is doing. She's taking social media by storm. Guys, I want you to listen to me. We've had a lot of social media lately, and here's the deal. We're, we're, it's, we're a pretty cool dichotomy, I think, when you look at dealerships, Dave, because you come from the old school. I mean, you can't oh, yeah. help it, and I can't help it either. Just how long we've been doing it. I mean, we started when there, there was no social media. Yeah. I mean, it just didn't exist. Yeah, it didn't exist at all. You know, and, and so I think that what's cool about this show is we promote car guys, car girls on the show, but when somebody brings another angle to the table, I believe in technology. I mean, my God, I spent the whole morning tweeting our whole company. We got five or six full-time marketing people that do nothing but tweet and go online and post blogs and write blogs and, you know, and, and build websites. I mean, things I can't do and you can't do, but here's the deal. We believe in that. Absolutely. But I if mean, you bring that to the table and you don't understand the car business, I don't – Bill Gates can build something and fall on his face in the car business because if you don't understand how – the car business works, you're going to fall flat on your face. Yeah. But we're bringing people, we're bridging the gap. We're bridging people that understand the biz and people that are bringing the current into it. Kathy Nesbitt, Martin, is that. Right Would on. you say? She's yeah. all over Twitter, man. Oh, absolutely. Hey, speaking of Twitter, Martin. Yes, sir. What's trending, baby? <laughs> I like my, it's like a Barry White effect going on. You know what I'm saying? You think you could, uh, you, you, can, you make it, can you make it sound like Barry White just for like a split second? Yeah. Just like, no? I mean, we, can, we can push it. Go ahead. Martin, what's trending, baby? <laughs> Close. <laughs> anyway, I want you to play that later so my wife can hear it, all right? <laughs> all right. Hey. BMW X7 poised to make South Carolina plant an even bigger manufacturing powerhouse. BMW's next j- expansion at its Spartanburg, South Carolina plant and the addition of the X7 crossover will mark another milestone for a factory that's become a centerpiece of BMW's global manufacturing strategy. GM stock drop shows. Barra's challenges go far beyond recall. Surprise, surprise. Porsche Carrera GT, not at fault in death of Fast and Furious star Paul Walker. Ohio Senate panel approves a bill allowing Tesla retail stores. And finally, Nissan recalls 990,000 vehicles for airbag malfunction. In the fifth huge recall for automakers this year, Nissan is recalling nearly a million vehicles, including... 544,000 Altima sedans because the front passenger side airbag might not deploy in a crash. The company said in a report to regulators published on Wednesday. What is that? That's the fifth manufacturer with a recall. Our studios. My son watched the movie Divergent, or I think it's Divergent. Is that how you say it? Divergent. Divergent. That's a freaky movie, right? It's kind of freaky. Yeah. Him and his buddy went, you know, a couple of days ago. I saw it on Twitter, and my, my son, I'm stalking my son on Twitter. He's got me blocked. He won't let me follow him. <laughs> but you can actually log on and see what he's tweeting. But he's like, nah, you know, I'm 18, Dad. No, sir. Yeah. But my point is, is that, man, that, that, that freaky little whisper, man, it's kind of freaky, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. It, gets, it is yeah. freaky. It does. It's really freaky. Hey, Dave, I'm excited about something, bro. Well, I, I think I <laughs> well, know what it is. I don't know. Well, wait. Hey, I'm excited about something. About that whisper? And it, well, I'm excited about eating this on break because I'm telling you something. I mean, I, I'm telling you I'm excited about that. But I'm really excited about something, brother. What is it? You've got Rodney Houston all Rodney the way Houston. from Dallas or Garland, Texas, Dallas, I guess. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas, Texas. As a matter of fact, um, I don't know if you guys would be able to see it. I think it's probably cut off in there. But uh, I was actually wearing my cowboy boots. You were? While I was oh, come on now. Rodney. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a you got to go. You got to. Uh-oh. Martin. Oh, no, I, like, no, he oh, oh, no, he didn't. No, he doesn't. Can I get it on? I can't really. I'm wearing my cowboy. I wear cowboy boots every day, Blake. I cowboy boots every day, Chris. So wait a second. Tell us about this. Cowboy yeah, Toyota. Uh, cowboy Toyota. What an appropriate name for uh, a Toyota dealership out of Dallas, Texas. Right. Cowboy Toyota. But Rodney Houston is smoking it out there, isn't Rod- he? You know, the thing about Rodney, what's so cool about Rodney, and we'll see this in a moment, kind of walks us through from the beginning till now. He's been selling cars for about two years. I'm not going to tell you the whole story. We'll see it in a minute. Right. But uh, what's key about Rodney is the development. The development, because he got off to a, a kind of a slow start in the beginning, mm-hmm. second guessing. He came in from another industry uh, after, I think, 20 or so years in the uh, corrections wow. industry. So wow. a big challenge for him. But my goodness, he stuck through it. And uh, now well, this guy's all over now, Twitter. Yeah, man. yeah. He is, he is. He cannot get enough of your training. Yeah. 
yep. enough of training in general. The yep. guy, I, you know what? Anybody in my case that does that is going to be an absolute superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Two years, two years from now, mark my word, riding Houston Hello. and Cowboy Toyota is going to either be working here. Yeah, he's either going to be working here. We really didn't Rodney, that, you hear me? Uh, he's gonna, we're going to move. We're going to move him to Dallas with your cowboy boots, Rodney, Uh-oh. to Tampa. Here we go. Okay, we'll do that right now. Or you're going to be. He's going to be hosting the show. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Hey, watch this. This is Dave Cribs right here. Come on, with Rodney Houston, Cowboy Toyota, drive by.
about our guests that are coming on live right now. Without further ado, we have the man, the myth, and the legend. You thought Batman was the man. You thought Superman. So all these like superhero movies like the Justice League, you know, Iron Man 3, 4, 6, 10, mm-hmm. you know, all these like movies, Cribs, you thought they were like real deal. Right. We got the man, the myth, the legend on the phone today. Well, because the real deal is when you can become number one in your region, number five in the nation, when you could sell the freaking paint off of cars. Hello. When you, could, when, you, when you could sell more cars by accident than the dealers around you are selling on purpose. You know what I'm talking about? That's, we got that guy on the phone. We got Matt Lasco. I don't know his middle name or I introduced him by his middle name. He's the real superhero. <laughs> how, about real that, superhero. how about that intro, Matt? We have... That's all you are. They think I'm six foot nine, two hundred and eighty pounds, and can throw a bus. Cause you, the way you intro me every time we come talk. on, come <laughs> on, man. Is that, that's right. You just you just keep you know like the wizard. You just stay behind the wall. They don't see you. They think you're tall. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. We're gonna, well, guys, thanks for having me on the show today. How's the afternoon treating you? It, it's going. It's, it's treating us very wonderful. Yeah, and is. we're gonna call. Hey, we'll make sure that we uh, we'll make sure that we put a nice like you know written bio together so you can send it to Jamie later on, and that way that you can get called that at home. And get treated that way because I think that you deserve that. You know, all week, all weekend. <laughs> I'm in. I need that help with the wife. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, Matt, man, we have somebody else actually that's joining us today, and I'm actually equally excited. And she comes from a total, total opposite end of the spectrum. And I'm, I, I followed her for a while. I know Dave. Uh, Dave has it as well. Dave Cribs. Yep. And um, Kathy Nesbitt. She's in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Fort Smith's a huge city, huge, huge car town. I mean, it's a military town, but we've got. Um, Kathy Nesbitt on the phone, and she is the marketing, the social media director, and she has this task. And Matt, I know you're a big believer in this. I know your brother uh, runs a lot of this for your dealership as well, but I know you're a big believer in it. And Kathy was was adamant, like, "Hey, look, I'm not Matt. You know, I'm not I'm not the guy of the girl who's coming on selling you know 500 cars a month." But she is lighting Arkansas on fire with her style of um, social marketing and taking the car business. She's beaten all the guys around her, and I love what she does. And, Kathy, I really, really am so honored and appreciative that you're joining us today on Auto Dealer Live. How are you doing? Kathy, you on? All right. We, Hello, we're going to bring her in a second. <laughs> that, was a, that, was like a, that was almost like shooting a, a firework <laughs> off on of 4th of July. That like, you, know, no. you run away from it, and all of a sudden it just like, <laughs> fell to the ground. Well, Matt, no report. <laughs> We got you on, man. We got you. We got. We had Kathy on, so yeah. we're gonna get her. I don't know what happened. So my producer Jason grabbed Kathy because she is not on or she is not conference in. Um, real quick, Matt, I, I had a question for you, and I know I know Dave does as well, but <clears throat> I wanted to kick it right off and talk about this because we we sent out we sent out a lot of advertisement on, and I and I know we talk a lot of a lot with you, and you have a lot to offer and say, and you're you really as the owner, the principal, you know, I know you're you know you took over your father's dealership. I mean, what you're doing there is amazing. It really is. But, man, I mean, you're lighting it up in pre-owned market. I mean, you're in, you know, I won't mention names, but you're in the region, man, with some players. I mean, guys who have way more money. I mean, there's dealerships that are in your region that are part of groups that have over 40 stores that are in your region 
that have all the money in the world, man, to throw at this because they have 40 stores. And you're, and you're beating them in used car sales. How are you doing this? How, what's going on in Fenton, Michigan, with Alaska Ford and Alaska Grand Blank? What's going on in the used car market? Well, Dave, there's a couple things there. Uh, um, number one, you, you know, dedication. We, uh, we, feel, we feel like we live and breathe pre-owned vehicle sales and acquisition every day, all day. And we've been doing it for years. And I think that commitment breeds clients and breeds repeat business and the social buzz, just like the young lady you're going to talk with. Well, the buzz that we get off of the amount of cars that we're putting on the road and the the active way that we interact with the clients and stuff is just tremendous. And, you know, we're always trying to be six months ahead of both the market and our competitors. Right. And I think that sometimes that people out there in the used car business really look for a short term, hey, I need to sell some cars. Let's throw a sale this weekend. Mm-hmm. And while we do do that, right. we have our sales and our, our, our mail with you and things set up 60, 90, 180 days ahead of time because we plan for, hey, you know, this is when the market goes crazy and you can't get cars bought. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's run a bunch of new car promos for trade-ins so we can get trade-ins. We'll win the new car deals. We'll put more money into them because we need them. Right. But we're still going to be better off than going to an auction and paying for more. And then when we go to sell a pre-owned car, I think we go above and beyond what a lot of guys do. When we get involved in showing a car, we talk about how much we spent on a recon. We show the customer the cars that are competitive against us. Mm-hmm. We show them retail book values. We show them trade values. We show them warranties. Committed to building value in the product. The, the fun part is, David, is not only do we do a very good job of our volume, and you see the CPO number out there, but on top of it, you're, you're selling a couple more hundred standard pre-owned cars, right? and you're doing it by a big mix. I've got some people that are Internet shoppers from three hours away. I've got subprime clients that some people are afraid to work hard enough to get approved, mm-hmm. et cetera. Dave, so there's, Matt, a, there's a million facets. But I want to tell you, you know, when you asked me, you asked me to come on today, what do you want to talk about is how to storm forward in 2014. Absolutely. We, we personally think that we have a really good – uh, marketing and game plan to go forward in the future here with, with what we need. And mm-hmm. as of right now, anybody that's in the used car market knows that it's insane at the right. auction, online, whatever it is to acquire a vehicle. And once you have developed either new car volume or used car volume, you, you build a database. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of key things that are coming up into this next nine months that I think are vital to the used car market. Mm-hmm. So number one, we're finally going to see a large amount of off-lease business. And that's going to change things a little bit because now you're going to have some some 30,000-mile pre-owned vehicles that we just couldn't touch before. They're still going to bring a lot of money, but we're going to have them to sell. And I think that's tremendous. Right. But there's going to be a lot of the same car. So you're going to have to find your way uh, to either out-price, out-build value, or get a different car than a lot of people have out there. So we've got to prepare ourselves for that. And you got to protect yourself because when – 400,000 2012 F-150s hit the market. You better not be sitting on 25 of them on your lot at the high market before they plummet. You know what I mean? Right. So I think turn is going to be vital. But the thing that we're committed to the most right now is our database. And what I, I think, and David, you do a good job with mail, so you, you know you can talk to anybody about whether it's a black book or a trade-off or however it may be. But what you got to realize is, there's a lot of clients out there. Number one, you had a bank crunch. So in order to get a car, you had to put a bunch of money down. Uh, you had to go short-term, et cetera. And a lot of people with good credit were the only ones buying it a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So they're in a perfect position to trade right now because between new car rebates being crazy and their trade-in being worth a ton of money, right. there's no one better to bring in. Absolutely. Then you've got another market, the client that – Used to be an 800 that became a, a, a subprime client because of the housing crash. Mm-hmm. Well, they're now in a 16% loan in a car that wasn't quite as nice as they wanted, but their credit is rebuilt. Their short sale is right. gone, or they've already got a new mortgage, etc. Mm-hmm. So that person that's had that car for 15 months, when they come walking in your door right now, right. you might lower an interest rate by quite as nice as a new car that's got a rebate on it and trade them out of their car and put them in a car four years newer at the same payment and 
that's what they wanted in the first place because they used to be a new car shop. You, you know what I mean? How and did you figure us, this out, The reason Matt? that's so important is I acquire my cars, David, is, is I also get need their trade so bad that we, we – we can grow our inventory without having to go chase these I know, off the market. I, I know Dave wants to jump in here, but I mean, Dave. I mean, I don't know if we're on the well, same. I don't know yeah, if our just, brains are you connected. You know, being being on the dealer side of it, you know, I had a I had a question lined up for Matt, and now I'm like totally going a different direction because I figured because he already answered your yeah, question. Well, no, he hasn't. He, he has in a way, yeah. Because um, my question, let me tell you what the question was, and then I'll follow it up with something that Matt can elaborate. But. Um, my question was going to be, since you know, with him killing it in the certified pre-owned car section, um, my question was going to be, well, what is he doing? Is he, is he switching people from the new car to the certified pre-owned car? Is that what is that what's happening when they walk into his dealership automatically? That's kind of was my first. That was my first thought and question. However, in listening to Matt, I have already discovered Matt. You got it going on, brother, and I'm going to tell you why, because you are understanding what it takes to be number one. It takes all of those areas. It takes being in the game, which, you know, as an owner, I commend you right off the bat. If an owner is wrapped up and involved in his dealership, it is going to, that is huge. But that's the first step. The second step is to have a plan and to take advantage of what I call missed opportunities. And this is what he's capitalizing on. He's not missing opportunities because he's getting them from every area and aspect that he's supposed to be. So kudos to you, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm going to get off my soapbox and let you elaborate. Well, Dave, I, I appreciate what you had to say, and thank you for the compliment. But, you know, what you mentioned, though, is another factor that we have to actually evolve to. In about August and September, I firmly believe that dealers are going to start to run really light on F-150s and the Ford world and some other inventories mm-hmm. in, the, in the Chevy and, and Tricer world. Well, that's when the switch comes into play. Now, right now, we literally push no one from new cars to use. We net out a new car to the bottom line before we have to try to use because we have all the new car inventory we need. But we're also smart enough to know that in our game plan, we're tactically setting ourselves up. So as that evolves, and I have the 9,000-mile used uh, uh, CPO truck, and our staff when to move them. So it's an ongoing thing. I feel like you have to evaluate your selling plan every 90 days right now. And if you're not, you have a problem. And you have to evaluate your used car inventory needs and or what you need to get rid of every 30 days, period. That's, this, is, this is incredible. Uh, this, is, this is Dave Bill again. We got to, I don't know, we have to go by our middle names or something, Dave and Dave. Yeah, right. The Dave and Dave show. Matt, I mean, I think it's evident. And, and, you know, our audience is growing. Uh, the, the seriousness of the show is growing in, in a sense, meaning that there are dealers that are listening because the guests are, are, are really bringing something to the table. You are bringing some heat, man. What you're talking about right now, I mean, I know Cripps had a question because we went over it before, but not only – when I say you answered it, you, you, you answered it. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, without really, like, answering it, you answered it by the fact that, you know what, the question is now null and void because it would be like bringing it down a notch. But the reason I'm, I'm kind of jumping in here is, Matt, I know, and I don't want to shift gears, but I'm, I'm going to. We have Kathy on the phone, and, and uh, Kathy got disconnected. It was our fault. But uh, Kathy is the social marketing director um, for Harry Robinson, uh, Buick, GMC, an entire General Motors group over in Fort Smith, Arkansas, Matt. And here's the thing, man. I mean, Matt, I told her, I said, Matt is the greatest guy in the world because, you know, she's not, she doesn't do what you do. You know, she, but she, what she's doing is revolutionizing Fort Smith. And I wanted, Matt, I want to put you on the spot, Matt. I mean, regarding social media and the automotive industry, and Kathy is lighting it up over there with regards to that. She's out of the box. I mean, do you have something that maybe comes to your mind as a dealer principal that you can maybe bring up to Kathy regarding social media and, you know, and, and uh, maybe a question to ask her? Well, I'll ask her this, and she can probably expand on it, but we have touched base and done a good job. My younger brother, as you know, is my Mm -hmm. IT whiz, um, has really done a good job of finding some inexpensive offers on Facebook and things like that. And what we found is, and she might even compound on it, but so we do an offer. Let's say we do an offer that says, you know, uh, uh, click on this offer and print it out, and you're going to save $300 below invoice on any new car for the next three days. Well, we put that offer out, and it might cost us, I mean, it's a penny compared to how much it is for other markets, right? Mm-hmm. 
But on top of it, my younger brother now has a way to get the entire list of all the people that clicked on the offer and remarket back to them later down the road because they might not necessarily use the offer, but it showed that they had the interest. So I think that the social media thing for us, the, the next step, is learning how we're touching all these people and getting all these people to become our friend and, and join our websites and follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's properly remarketing them that I think is going to be so vital because you're only going to sell, a, what, 35 4% of them up front. Mm-hmm. So the 97%, you're going to have to find a way. And maybe she's got some ideas she can tell me. Hey, Kathy. Thank you for – I know you got disconnected, and I'm sorry about that. And what – I mean – your your videos, the 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 fact that you're diary, Matt. She's just like she's really like. I mean, I use the word diary. I mean, I, I'm a guy. I'll be honest with you. I've never written a diary in my, my entire life. But I mean, you know, I'm using the word like diary, like her the dealership. You know what I mean? They, yeah. Uh-huh. She's she's. I watch her videos. I've seen what she's doing. I I look at her on Twitter, and and she is she's tracking everything. She's making it public. She's taking it to the to the people and saying this is what we do here. You know, and it's working. Kathy, how are you today? Um, We just have a community spirit here. Everything is community. And the the community of employees, the community of customers, the community of the region that we live in. And uh, we just, we we just, you know, we are who we are. and, And we, you know, people are people and people like people who, um, are real people, and that's who we are, and that's just what we try to get out there. Is you know what, what we're doing, doing in the community, and and what's going on here, and isn't and, that what uh, social's all about, though, Matt? I mean, it really is. I mean, sometimes we try to figure it out. Like, I mean, what makes you real, Matt? What makes you good is you and your team. But I mean, what she just said, it's not scientific. It's like you know, that's what social means. It's relational. It's connection. Yeah, yeah. I think the word that she used that kind of touches me the most that I think that, and she was smart enough to say about her region stuff, the word community is huge. Mm-hmm. So she's showing how they are in their community, and she's doing it in the way that their community acts, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in downtown New Jersey, your community is different than her community. Right. But if you act the way your community acts, then you've got to go out and show it. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, whatever it is, cleaning up the city is what New Jersey's doing, and you're involved in it, then you've got to show it. And if down down in her world, it's because uh, I know the South decently. You know, you're in a you're in a little bit more hometown scenario. People are much more willing to help each other. Well, then you've got to show that you're helping people in what you're doing. And I right. think that it's it man, the buy-in and the loyalty is probably what none of us have learned yet. Mm-hmm. But if we do this stuff for a couple of years, people think of us in a positive light. They don't even know it, but they tell their friend, hey, man, you know, I heard that store in Fenton. They just donated a bunch of money to a school, mm-hmm. and they seem like they give good deals. Why don't you go there if you're going to shop? Right. So mm-hmm. so it's a branding within yourself, and it sounds like she's got the, the mindset that I like. I, I agree with a ton. Is community is everything right mm-hmm. now, and I think nationally in all the different markets, everybody wants to see you're involved in something. It, they, mm-hmm. they know car dealers are starting to make a profit again. Mm-hmm. So. We're not going to hide it. It is what it is. Ford's right. not going to hide it. The, the news is going to show it. Well, we better start to show how we're giving back, and you got to kind of match it to your community, I think, is what's important. Well, Talk about videos, though, because I can't get enough buy-in mm-hmm. out of my company. I think videos are vital. I will admit it. That's probably one of my uh, uh, opportunities that's not gained enough of. Mm-hmm. Talk a little about your videos for us and tell us, you know, how you do them and, and stuff like that. Other dealers need to hear it. Yeah, got it. Um, well, we just kind of chronicle um, via YouTube and share it what, what's going on around here. We try we do a test do, test drive, drive Tuesday every Tuesday, and we take a different vehicle out and and uh, just our experience driving it and, and what sales are going on with it and what what have you. And our our um, people really seem to share that content quite a bit, mm-hmm. and our mm-hmm. our customers love our um free gas friday mm-hmm. and what we do is yeah, of course that. if you buy if you buy a car from us it has the little 
Terry Robinson Buick GMC sticker on the back, and we drive around until we find one of those, and then we give you a fifty-dollar gas card. Uh, you know, Matt. As a thank you for buying. You know, Matt's so writing this down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I, actually just, I actually just whispered over to my assistant, "You better replay this part. And take note." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, Matt. Listen, Kathy. Matt is not above. You better listen, believe it, man. Matt is not above. What a great idea, though. He takes the pictures, we share it online, and they tell their friends. The story you don't even know is, is how many people they tell the next week when they're out having drinks or dinners with people, Absolutely. you know? Yes. Exactly. And they get right on Facebook, and they tag themselves, and um, they comment, and they share it, and they're so excited. And um, and we're so excited. And, hey, Kathy, <laughs> and I got a question. It's a win-win for everybody, and it shows our customers that we, we do appreciate them. And, it's a great way that to, to incorporate video. Um, well, the bumper sticker thing is huge. You know, I have friends of mine that happen to be customers that send pictures from Tennessee, Atlanta, Florida. Whenever they're in a stoplight and they're behind the last bumper sticker, they shoot a picture. So I <laughs> love right. the idea of giving back to someone cool. by seeing it. Hey, your bumper sticker says this. I think it's just really a neat idea. Very ingenuitive. Hey, Kathy, I have a question. We have about three minutes left in this segment. I just got a question, okay. too, because I, I noticed in your videos, and you use the word uh, chronicle, or somebody did chronicle, and then I use the word diary. I mean, I like I said, I'm a guy, so I mean, I don't know. I, the best word I can come up with is di- diary. But but what I saw in your pictures in the videos, and correct me if I'm wrong, and Matt, you know this, it's cool because you 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 focused on certain employees, certain people. You know, when they uh-huh. sold a deal, the customers, you you videoed them buying cars and celebrating and you know and, and clapping for them, and it was like this. It was just kind of like this, like you said, chronicle. But, I mean, the salespeople seemed happy. They seemed, like, genuinely excited to get on camera and say, ah, you know, hey, I get my video or whatever it is, you know. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, I want to do it it here. It is. You know? They they really do. They buy they you know they participate wholeheartedly. Um, they're on their own Facebook. They're sharing. They're promoting. They're selling vehicles on social media, um, and I it's just that what we try to do is to you know I know when I buy vehicles it's really exciting. Like I'm so excited, I you know. And sometimes car dealers get this bad rap and it's got to be this miserable thing. Well, it should be really fun to buy a car. And we want to show you that, you know, we have integrity and we're going to do the best we can for you. And it should be fun. And you should be happy when you drive away from here. Amen. And we just want to share that with everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you're a country girl at heart. And I know that's, you know, that's, uh, I think that people can learn, learn from, you know, some, Matt called it community, and I think that uh, I think that that's no matter where you are, your community is your community. And you know, mm-hmm. Matt, you guys are that's what makes you guys you. I mean, you're in a town of twelve thousand for goodness' sake. I mean, you have every reason in the world to not to not compete, but yet everybody in Michigan and, and beyond Michigan, but everybody in Michigan knows who you are because mm-hmm. you're freaking kicking tail. I mean, you're in a town of twelve thousand for goodness' sakes, and you're out selling dealers. That are in towns of a million. I mean, I mean that's incredible. Dealers, you have to listen to that's this. Unheard of. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to dealers. Oh, you know how small of a town I'm in. Okay, well you call Matt Lasco because he's in a town of twelve thousand. That didn't stop him. <laughs> well, I, Dave, Sorry, I, I appreciate that. And it's a, what we, you know, I'll tell you the Lasco. Uh, I, I guess the, the term we use there. Because mm-hmm. we use it, we don't care about the market. We don't right. care about what month it is. We don't care about the weather, whatever it may be. We are the thoroughbred with the blinders on. Mm-hmm. All we do is run forward, and we don't look side to side or behind. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that if you do that and you say, you know what, if I look at my cross sale or I look at my regional report that Toyota sends me or whatever it may be, and they sold 1,000 of these cars within 20 miles of me, then how big of a, pie, a piece of the pie am I going to get? And find a way to get there, and, uh, and you can do it. Man, that is well said. Man, I wish we had more time, guys. I'm Kathy. I'm sorry that we got cut off early on, but we have to move on to the next segment. Uh, they don't let me. Uh, they don't let me wing it anymore, Matt. They don't let me wing. I got. I got guys that start playing music in my ear. I feel like I'm on a freaking like you know. I don't know what's going on, but hey, Kathy, will you come back and join us? Matt's on. Matt's a contributor, and I really do appreciate it, Kathy. Listen, you know what? You not only held your on, you brought it today. You brought it today. Thank you so much. I know thank you're not, you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Matt, man, as always. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you need to check out Matt Lasco at LascoFord.com. 
Email him at mlasco at lascoford.com because this guy, this guy, listen, he has these training days where here it's going to cost you, but it's not going to cost you nearly as much as you're going to make. You need to visit his dealership and take a field trip. You need to bring your sales managers because anybody who's doing this many cars at this kind of money with this type of gross in this industry right now in this economy, you need to check it out. It's called leadership. That's right. Matt, thank you, man. Thank you very much. Y'all have a great night. Hey, thank you, Kathy. Thank, thank you, Matt. Matt. Thank you, Kathy. That was Matt Lasko and Kathy Nesbitt, and you're listening to Auto Dealer Live. Dave, what do you think, man? Gosh, you know, I, I'm just so impressed with Matt. Um, I feel like Matt is executing. That's what I feel well, like hey, he's doing. You, you know, know we did. I every, mean, we don't talk about our product a lot. Yeah. But do, uh, listen, Matt tweeted out, we did 51 cars. Our company, our program, did 51 of those used cars last month for Matt. Yep. It's incredible. The month that he was number one in the region and number five in the United States of these Americas. And what's more incredible is he uses our product, what, almost every month, right? Every mo- oh, no, almost, I mean, not, almost every month. Okay, every month. I mean, what does that tell you? It tells you that you need to call us up and you need to find out what we do. <laughs> yeah. We don't even talk about what we do. We're not going to today. You know what would be awesome real quick before we bring uh, – before we actually – I think what we, what do we, have? we have we have next here. We have – we have a new segment. We have a guy on the phone yes, probably right now on hold, don't we, Jason? <laughs> but you know what would be awesome? Really, speaking of Jason, you will know be really freaking awesome right now. It would be worth a raise or something if Jason were to take my red cup without anybody looking and actually fill it up or right. get somebody wow. to put some water in that. I'm sorry, man. How are you going to do it? I didn't want to be like, uh-uh. That is awesome. I'm so sorry. It's a good I, thing I, we're not live. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> we are. Are we ready? Are we just going to go straight to our next guest? Hold on. Let's listen to a little bit of Hank. Uh-oh. Boy, it is a country day today. Uh, it's a country day, baby. Man. Hey, Dave Cripps. Yes. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit? Why don't you introduce this next guest? Okay. Well, up yeah. next, up next on the cutting edge. He's like, all right. On the cutting edge of business development yeah. for your dealership, we're going to hear from Mr. Kevin Smith. The Tell next, about it. The next up, Kevin. What about him? It's, it's all about the next up. He's going he's gonna to share with us. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna learn something today because he's gonna share some unbelievable stats, and he's gonna I, teach us some lessons about what we're missing, what we should or shouldn't be doing, and uh, I'm ready to take some notes. Well, he's the director of business development mm-hmm. at the next. Uh, what a cool name, man! That is cool, Martin. You like that name? Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. The next. Uh, well, you're always looking it's for almost him. Like one of the, huh? You're always looking for his company. Right, I'm right. always looking for the next up. There you go. So. That's probably, you know what? Here's the thing, man. Like right now, mm-hmm. like think about this. When we're, when we're saying this, there's dealers listening, there's companies listening. You know, after Kevin's like whipping tail and they're out there selling business, right. you know this is one of those names where someone hears it and is like, oh, that'd be cool. Oh, no, it's taken. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Kevin got there first. Oh, you know, yeah. The oh, yeah. next up. The next up. How cool like, is that? Kind of like the name Desking Deals, huh? What's yeah, up with that? That's right. Who's that? Uh-oh. That's you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have on the phone right now the Director of Business Development. Let me tell you something. You can have a CEO, a president. Mm-hmm. You, can have, you can have a janitor. You can have a sales director. You can have all those on. Them. But you know what? You don't get any better than having someone whose title is the Director of Business Development. That's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. The boots on the ground, Mr. Kevin Smith. Kevin, what's up, brother? Thanks for coming on Auto Dealer Live. How are you? Hey, uh, I'm great, guys. Hey, thank you so much. I love the introduction. That's awesome. Uh, my true pleasure to be here, guys. I love your show. love what you're doing for dealers, and, and it's really my honor to be here today. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin, you want to you wanna kind of tell us a little bit about um, what you feel is going on in today's dealerships and, and how, what input you might have for a dealer today? Yeah, you know, I think um, I think the overwhelming theme and and really what's plaguing our industry today is um, is missed opportunities. Um, you know, you know, my company, uh, we you know, we come we come to the table with with eight years of analytics and about 17 million showroom trans- transactions from the states, Australia and Canada. And, and you know, the, the resounding message out there is is dealerships are missing opportunities and they're missing them today, guys, within their current traffic. Um, I go into stores all the time and I tell them to stop advertising. We're not getting the job with the traffic that's coming into your dealership today. So um, really, uh, for, for us as a company and for myself, uh, we really strive and really uh, work towards helping dealerships um, create opportunities within their existing traffic. That's incredible. 
you know, I see here you said that. I mean, and, and I know that, you know, I know that obviously you believe in advertising, but what I get out of that, and I want to ask you to elaborate more, I mean, what you're, what, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin, you're saying, hey, before you keep spending your dollars, you know, I mean, stop, you know, fix the hole in your bucket. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, seal the cracks up because you're spending enough money. You don't need to spend more money. You need to fix the hole that's dropping out the opportunity in the bottom of it. Does that sound? I mean, that's what I got out of reading your bio. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying don't advertise or stop advertising. What I'm saying is, is invest the time, energy, and money into your current team and get the most. Um, you know, the most out of what's, uh, you know, what's there already on the plate, you know, for your dealerships. I mean, here's a staggering statistic. Uh, 56% of consumers in our industry mm-hmm. are given a test drive. Wow. Guys, that's like half. So when, when dealerships are spending money and they're going out there driving traffic into their dealerships, by the way, Auto Trader out there with that cam- uh, campaign today, two-thirds of consumers, before they pick up the telephone, before they send an email lead, are walking into dealerships. Polk, 69%. Mm. Another source, 72%. Vast majority of consumers, even though they're getting on the Internet, even though they're doing their research, are still getting in their car because they want to touch it, feel it, smell it. Okay? Wow. And when they get there, Nearly half of the time, they're not, they're not being driven in a product. They're not being driven in your inventory. And that's, uh, you know, and that's, that's, that's a shame. You know, they're, they're coming to dealerships today, transaction ready. They're there begging to do business, and we're just missing the boat. Go ahead, Dave. Well, Kevin, Kevin what is, uh, you know, this is a hot button for me. Uh, it's, it's, it's something I see all the time. It's something that's frustrating me as a guy from the old school um, I can guarantee you that the dealer we just spoke to, Mr. Matt Lasco, don't say old. Um, oh, I, I said it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I disagree with you. The, uh, I guarantee you the dealer that we just spoke to, Matt Lasco, I guarantee you he doesn't have to have a 56% demo ride on his sold uh, units. Um, I guarantee it's closer to that big number called 100%. But, uh, but how do you change this? How do you get a dealer to um, – you know, to go that extra mile and start focusing on those missed opportunities instead of trying to find another answer. I'd say hire, well, hire I mean, Kevin. Think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I think, I think ultimately, guys, I think it's, you know, I think it's really threefold. You know, on the surface, I think salespeople um, just by nature take the path of least resistance, right? Customers come in, hey, Absolutely. I've owned the Toyota three, three times. I don't, I don't need to drive it. I just drove it down the street, right? Salespeople are skipping that step, and it's totally insane to me. Um, you know, another issue, um, and, 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 and I truly believe it's, it's one that's plaguing our, our industry today, is stores are extremely understaffed. I go into stores all the time, and, and one of the notes I had here to tell you guys is I think stores are understaffed by at least 15 or 20 percent. Stores don't realize truly the amount of traffic that they have. So when, when salespeople are getting into, in front of too many customers, right, when they're getting in front of too many people, they, they skip steps, right? They, right. they cherry pick. They, they, don't, they don't invest, love the one that they're with, and unfortunately – the numbers, the numbers today prove that folks walk into dealerships, you know, transaction ready, and they're there to do business. You know, you know, the, I, I guess the idea that the tire kicking. I, I believe tire kicking is over. They get on the internet, they do all their research, they, they, they seek out what they want to buy. They leave their house wanting, wanting the right, um, you know, that that transaction, the right experience in the dealership, and they're just not getting it. And and the last point I think I, I want to make is I think management today is failing their salespeople. You know, management. You know, they believe what CRM is telling me today, which is, which is hugely inaccurate. You know, here's another statistic that we know. 50, 54% get logged. So when we look at true traffic numbers and we look at what deal, dealership personnel are putting in the CRM, it's half, right? Mm-hmm. Yet yeah. at the end of the month, the dealership runs the CRM report and they say, hey, we're closing 32%. We're right on the money. Yet only half of the traffic was logged. And if they actually look at their entire scope of traffic, what would they really be closing at? And, that, and that's, you know, that's where management teams are really failing um, salespeople, really failing their stores. Is t- they, they, like salespeople, right, are taking the path of least resistance. There needs to be a defined retail sales process in place that tracks each and every guest. And until you have that in place, you're not going to get accurate data. I agree with that. So, Kevin, let me ask you this. What are you offering as a solution to dealers? Is it a tracking system? Is it training? What, what is it that, uh, that's going to help us uh, move forward and, t- and resolve some of these issues? 
Yeah, so, I mean, without getting too pitchy, guys, uh, uh, but, you know, we bring accountability and a process into showroom floors. So we have the ability um, to provide, uh, you know, a solution a solution to dealers that they can now track true, true traffic numbers. But when a salesman gets a rep, uh, when a rep gets with a customer, we know it. We know it live. We know it real time. Uh, we can text alerts to, to sales managers that, hey, uh, Johnny is with the customer, and we give that information immediately. We um, we tie in and integrate with most of the major CRMs. So they get a guest. We're opening up a CRM entry uh, under that salesperson's name where they now have a one-to-one relationship, right? And now because we have that data and because we're holding salespeople accountable by nature, right, and through through our approach, which is a closed sales floor approach, a round-robin approach, now we're able to dive in and really uh, dissect uh, salespeople's performance. We're able to say, you had 10 guests today, you drove four of them, where's the disconnect? Thank you know, you. or maybe they have an issue moving the customer from a test drive to a write-up, you know, something like that. I have a question, Kevin. I'll put you on the spot a little yeah. bit. Just, I mean, I don't know if you know this data or not. I just happened to read something not too long ago and maybe maybe you're up on this and dealers need to know this i mean i think i think what i get out of this is in fact i'm reading i'm reading here uh some of the some of the notes and talking points that dave and i had down and you know like you had said earlier half test drive a vehicle you know 15 percent tops closing ratios half of customers are logged in the crm you know declining gross profits but i heard something yet uh not too long ago from uh I think it was NADA statistics that said that like something like 33%, uh, or I'm sorry, 10% of dealers actually mine or call back or deal with their own customer base. I mean, do you do anything? I mean, I guess what I'm hearing is across the board. I mean, we got. I heard you say something. I wanted to come back to it and bring you back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're understaffed. Sure. They're understaffed. Well, the reason, and I'm just playing devil's advocate of a dealer because they're listening now. Well. Well, wait a minute. I've got guys that if I brought people in, you know, they'd feel threatened because maybe it would cut their opportunity in half. And you know, I can't really add more salespeople because it would take away from some of my guys that are there producing. But the reality is the guys that are there producing are comfortable. They're not, they're not, they're not out there beating the bushes. They're not out there really working it. So, you know, it, it, the dealer is the one missing new business because there's opportunity all over the place. Every time someone pulls in the service drive, that has a vehicle, you know, that could be traded in. They're missing an opportunity. And that person, what are they know, saying out of that? A third, a third of the, a third of the, uh, a third of the consumers that pull into your service drive are at an equitable enough position in their car to get out of that one and, and into a new one for the same or less payment. Great opportunities in service. But yet a comfortable, but yet a comfortable sales guy that you don't want to offend because he's been there six years and he happens to be the top sales guy because of repeat business or whatever, you know, guy, mm-hmm. you don't want to offend. Sure. So you don't bring anybody in because you don't want to step on his turf. I mean, it's, it's in, the person who suffers is the dealer because he's afraid to make a move one way or the other and grow. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, it's a team sport these days. You cannot, you cannot uh, leave your showroom floor and leave, um, you know, the, revo- uh, the results of what happened on your showroom floor to one or two guys uh, that are bullies or one or two guys that you want to cater to because they're your best salespeople. You, if you want to move the needle in your store, if you want, you know, to gain market share, it's a team sport. You need to build Okay, and until you have the accountability and a retail sales process in place to be able to hold them accountable for every piece of opportunity, it's called managing the activities, right? Mm-hmm. And until you have that in place, it's going to be impossible to move the needle, and that's and that's really what we're trying to offer dealerships. Wow, wow! I tried to get a call just now. We had a call coming in here. Hopefully, that caller calls back because uh, I tried to I tried to click in and get it, Kevin. Somebody was calling in, had a question, or a comment. <laughs> And um, I almost I, I muted you out for a second there. I mean, you know, I think okay. it's I think it's amazing, Dave, what um, you know what what Kevin just said. I mean, it's it's the it's the auto business as we know it. Yeah. Well, what's I think the the trend that I'm seeing and 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 this is right you know this is the market that Kevin is tapping into, but the trend that I see is that dealerships, unfortunately, a lot of them have resulted to trying to buy more clients because their closing percentage is so low and and it's, and it gets back to this. It's because we are not, we are not running the show and it starts at the top. I mean, you know um, that's why Matt Lasko is so successful. You you've got to have someone at the top who's willing to make tough decisions. Who's willing to implement a policy. You don't have to be a dictator, but 
isn't it isn't it okay to expect a salesperson to have a customer drive the car they're going to buy? When sure. when did that become not okay? Yeah. I, I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's not okay. It's not okay. Um, and until you're in, you know until the, you're inspecting um, you know each and every one of those activities, they're not going to expect right. So you know I, at the end of the day, um, I, it's just one of those situations that needs to be addressed in our industry. I mean I mean here are the facts, guys. Right, we've got this new this new demographic. Right, these millennials, these Gen Yers. These guys, they're neutral buyers. I mean, you take away their, you take away their, their cell phone or you take away their smartphone, right, and, and, and they'll go nuts. But they don't care if they buy a new car or not. And that's, you know, they represent 30% of our buying market. In 10 years, 75%. And if they go onto a dealer showroom today and they don't get driven, mm-hmm. wh- what do you think the result's going to be? Right. Yep. And, it's, and it's not that they're buying a car from their competition. They're neutral. They're just not buying. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like they're even helping the economy with, with purchasing vehicles. So, you know, we really need to change the way we do things. I know you guys are passionate about the test drive. Um, hey, hold one second. Kevin, there's no gonna, other way to te- Kevin, we're going to bring a Go caller ahead. on. Kevin, one second. Sorry for the interruption. Hey, we have a caller calling in here that uh, I wanted to take a – we got a call coming in. Hey, how are you? On, you're live on the air, Auto Dealer Live. You're on with Kevin Smith, Dave Villa, Dave Cribb, Martin Mounts. Who are you speaking with? Jim Ziegler. What? <laughs> I thought oh, that was. Oh, nice. My producer <laughs> lets you. Alpha dog on the line. My producer, hey, my producer would get fired, Jim, if he didn't let you in. If he didn't oh, let I, you. I've th- called four times. It just rings and rings and rings. I'm going to fire him. You got phone circuit overload. I'm going to fire him, man. He, he, you, you should be on like a bat line. Yeah, on the bat line. Kevin Smith, you know Jim Ziegler? I do, I do. We met at uh, we met. I met him for the first time at NADA this year. Uh, welcome, Jim. Thank you. You're welcome, Kevin. Is that Kevin speaking? It is. Oh, I, I'm enjoying the show today. And you know, you got my mind swimming with all these statistics. You know, mo- most professional speakers, ninety-three point seven three percent of all statistics <laughs> they quote are made up on the spot. Wow, <laughs> Kevin, you're pretty good, man. If you made those up on the spot. <laughs> Knows, he knows about us. Uh, those, those statistics are over 17 million showroom transactions, so it's, it comes from a good place. <laughs> hey, just jacking your chain. Uh, good show today. Matt Lasko is one of my heroes too. Well, Matt loves you, man. He, I, uh, I tell you what, Matt is a uh, Matt. Matt follows your system pretty well, Jim. But I, I got a question, Jim. Now that you called in here, man. I mean, just talking about what Kevin's talking about. We only have a couple minutes on the show, but I mean, it, my question, I guess, would be. These dealers are missing opportunities, what Kevin's saying, and I, I believe this. I mean, I mean, we're talking about, you know, we're talking about salespeople that are comfortable, that are there. You don't want to offend them. You don't want to rattle the cage. And so a, a dealer principal shrinks back, and you've got people, meanwhile, that are one out of three that are in equity positions showing up in your service drive that can buy a car today that aren't even getting waited on. Their car from you. They bought elsewhere. That's the best opportunity for conquest business. Amen. Wow. I mean, they're, they're servicing with you, but they bought their car elsewhere. Wow. Great point. What do you think about that, Kevin? I think we've got to understand, and I think Kevin will verify this, is that our salespeople today are not managed or supervised. Hmm. Amen, brother. Amen. To do Amen. Now. They don't. They don't need any more pals. They don't need any more friends. I mean, the, the manager wants to be their pal. No, they need leaders. They need supervisors. They need people that will challenge them and stress them out and cause them to take home good money, their spouse, whoever they care about. Mm-hmm. Right, and grow yeah. grow them as salespeople. Grow them. Exactly, and follow your processes. You know, there is a road to the sale. Now, the road to the sale has technology in it today, but it's still a road to the sale. Once you develop whatever road to the sale you're going to use, that's what you do, and nobody deviates. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we still, Jim, we still, if you drove from Atlanta down here to Tampa, you'd still take 75, but you wouldn't take it in the same car that you would drive 20 years ago. You'd drive it in a, you know, in a modern car with all the amenities in it. Mm-hmm. It's still the road to the sale, but it's you know it's a road that's filled with you know with help, you know with ability. And so I, I I'm with it. And Kevin, you got a you 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 got a great perspective. Uh, and uh, let me ask you a question, Kev. I'm gonna put you on the spot here, man. I have no. I, I'm just gonna throw this out there. J, you know, if you you've been around the car business, Kevin, for a long time, mm-hmm. Jim, you got a conference you got a conference coming up in May in Dallas that I'm excited about. It's a manager's conference, Kevin. 
What do you think, man? You think the dealers, the managers, I'm not talking about the internet managers or, or you know, salesmen necessarily, but managers that are listening right now, you think they need to show up at something like this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think, I think uh, managers are too complacent today. I think they're, um, you know, they, they're looking at the reporting coming out of CRM. I, they need to, to enlist. They need, you know, Grant Cardone always talks about reading books. They need to read books. They need to do self-improvement. They need to go to Jim's conference and, and, and uh, you know, hear what they have to say. I mean, it, there are smart, smart, smart people um, on, on Jim's panel. Um, going to do the talking and uh, absolutely 100% feel that uh, people should attend. Hey, thank you for the endorsement. I'll tell you honest to goodness, um, I love the Next Step concept. Mm. I mean, I've been watching you. I think you've noticed I've retweeted you quite a bit. You have? Thank you. Well, you got some good uh, stuff. Just what you do. Uh, David, can I plug it? Absolutely. Please do. Ziegler, Z I E G L E R, ZieglerSuperConference.com. Absolutely. ZieglerSuperConference.com. That's Z I E G L E R, SuperConference. I before E. I before E. Did I spell it wrong? ZieglerSuperConference.com. Look it up. Experts on stage. And, and Dave, every single dealer principal needs to have a sales manager represented. Well, there's conference. only a, there's there's only a few spaces left anyway. Yeah. So if you're listening right now, if you want to get in, listen, we're, we're sponsoring some dealers too. So you call, you get a hold of us, get a hold of Jim. You go to V I E G L E R conference superconference dot com. Super Hey Kevin, real quick, how do dealers get a hold of you? Because I'm, a, I'm, I'm I, our Twitter is blowing up right now. These guys want process. We want to work more opportunities. How do they get a hold of you? Sure. So um, you know thenextup.com. The so that's T H E N E X T, and that's U P. Thenextup.com. I'm on Twitter at thenextupkevin. Um, so yeah, great ways to get a hold of me. I'd love, I'd love to share with dealers our process and ways that they uh, can find opportunities without spending more money, right? Without spending more money on advertising and, and increase, uh, you know, increase what they're doing there. So I uh, would love to do that. So we got at the next up Kevin, at the next up Kevin, and we got at Jim Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R. You guys need to get on Twitter, follow him. You need to find out what's going on. You need to get to Dallas. You need to get Kevin's program. You need to get... Uh, you need to get a hold of Matt Lasco and Kathy Nesbitt and what they're doing that's so successful. Mr. Cribs, we're done, man. Oh, man. I want another hour. I'm feeling a little more country, but, yeah, we're, you, uh, we're wrapping it guys. up. Thank you guys for being with us. You don't even call me darling, darling. <laughs> <laughs> you never call me too. Thanks, thanks again, guys, for having me on. Obviously, anytime I can, I, I get the opportunity to chat about this industry that I love so much. I love to do it, and uh, thanks again. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you, Kevin, and thank you, Jim. Bye-bye, everybody. That was uh, Kevin Smith, Director of Business Development at The Next Up, and that was Jim Ziegler calling in. I love Jim, man. He's awesome. Jim is awesome. We had a couple calls we missed, but, man, I tell you what. This is Johnny Cash. Yes, sir. <laughs> Actually, this is probably my favorite country singer, believe it or not. It's going back to my, yeah. <laughs> going back to when I was like 30. You knew where I was going, right? Yeah, I was like 30, 35 when this came out. <laughs> All right, Martin, take us out, baby. We're done. All right, thank you for listening to Auto Dealer Live. We'll see you next week. I believe Jim Ziggler's the guest next week. Is that right? No, no, no. He's on the April no. You guys 3rd. don't even know it. No, he uh -oh. is April third, but he but he can't do it. But guess who is on? Who's that? Sean Bradley's on the phone next week. Sean Bradley, Jim Ziggler can't do it, but he actually got Sean Bradley committed. Sean Bradley, which was voted one of the top speakers in 2013, will be live here. You know who else is going to be on? Susan Gibbons. Susan Gibbons. She is the publisher and editor of Auto Success Magazine. I know we're over. Martin, you gave us a send-off. Now get your beard. Let your beard give us a send-off. Come on, Martin. Go. We'll be back next week. Have a good week, guys. From Martin's beard. So strong to your ears. It's Alpha and Omega.